The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. All righty. It's the Make My Damn Movie Podcast where we talk about the movie industry, focusing on screenwriting and the challenges of actually getting a damn movie produced. I'm Mark Reynolds, and across from me is Tom Swain, and this is episode number one. Ugh. So, uh, <laughs> uh, don't laugh. You're the one. I want to do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Oh, no. Well, here it is. Me. Yeah, I am don't blaming put you. that on me. It is on you. So, why are we doing this podcast? I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you why. You better know. Oh, this shit. was your idea, man. Uh, a few years ago, I was telling Tom here a story about when I was a kid back in the early 80s. I dreamed of being a, a radio DJ since I was a little kid, and I wormed my way into a small rural AM country station in Northern Virginia. So the owner lived in upstate New York and wasn't really around that much at the station. Guy was a sleazy scumbag who wasn't a fan of paying the employees, which was really nice. Long story short, after a few months, I hijacked the station, changed the format to heavy metal, better known as the devil's music, especially in the early 80s and especially in bumfuck Virginia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what was your response, Tom? I said, that sounds like an amazing movie. Bing pot! I figured, why not? How hard can it be? Right. So with zero knowledge of how to actually write a screenplay, went ahead and fired up good old Microsoft Word. No research, no formatting. Just blap it out. Easy, right? Simple. Mm -hmm. Just fill in the blanks with a ton of fade-outs and cut-tos, yeah. because that's all you really need to know about writing a feature script. I mean, come on. A couple weeks later, boom, done. 273 <laughs> unformatted pages of pure gold, baby. Solid gold. Now, we had a killer script completed. Why not send it on out? That's right. Right? No need to comb over it, anything like that. No, it's already no, done. No. Anyway... There's a main character in the script that I had a certain actress in mind that would uh, be perfect for the part. So thanks to IMDB, I was able to find her manager and with a little research, mm -hmm. got an address. Put my stalking talents to use. Not creepy at all. Mm -mm. We had learned about sides, and that's a few pages of scripts basically highlighting a particular character. They're used for auditions, stuff like that. So I fire off the sides to her manager and wait for the phone to ring. And it did. <laughs> But it wasn't the actress's manager. It was her high-powered agent that the manager had forwarded the pages to. Told you it'd be easy, right? Right. Okay. You're already getting a response. So he tells me that he got the sides, and from what he saw initially, he felt there might be an interesting story in there somewhere. He said, it's not really the norm, but go ahead and send me the full screenplay. <laughs> what I heard... Well, a movie's going to be made in a week or two. Where do we send the humongous check? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got that baby sold quick. So I get the forklift, place the 200-plus <laughs> pages on the forklift, put it in the mail, and thought, damn, love this movie writing there thing. There you go. Never easy, heard easy. from him again. I wonder why. Little did I know, more than a couple hundred people write screenplays, more like 200 million and growing. Yeah. That's how all this started. Everybody in Starbucks right now. Yep. Typing away, blapping away. So there you go. That's how this all started. And then what we usually do is just sit around blabbing about uh, screenplays and writing screenplays yeah. and how 
most screenplays suck. Exactly. Yeah, They're except for mine. Difficult to read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boring. So there you go. So that's kind of the the beginning. And I was telling a story, and Tom's like, "Hey, that should be a movie. Write the movie. Have no idea how to write a movie, but you know why not? It's easy. No research needed. And then just by a fluke, hit the right person, who sent it to the right person, who got in touch. And then that was the end of that. Because they see the, you know, 500-page right? and they're like, poof, guy's an idiot. (laughs) Fucking moron. (laughs) So there's that. And uh, I thought, okay, that was good. This guy was interested. So I'm going to move on. What's next? Go online, Google screenplays, how to get them looked at, how to get them sold. And then Blacklist came up. And a lot of people listening are going to know what the blacklist is. It's uh, basically a site where you kind of park your screenplay and producers can download it. And if you get their feedback for a fee, of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. There's always a fee. Yeah, if you get their feedback and it's got a good score, then it goes to a different level and more producers can look at it. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, of course this is the best screenplay ever. Move up the chain Real quick. So I'm going to read you my first blacklist feedback (laughs) on the movie, the best movie ever. Right. So in my mind, like everybody out there who's writing a screenplay, it's the best thing ever. Now, did you put all 300 pages on there? You know, I think at this point, it had been been edited down (laughs) to maybe 230. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was that. However, I sent it off. And what do you think I'm thinking? Like everybody else, this is going to come back, you know, glowing. They're going to love this Mm, stuff. It's going to be the best thing in the world. So I sent it off waiting for the great review. And I got the review back. So... They give you a log line, which they make. Right. So they give you a log line. Then they, well, they give don't you give it to you. You gotta pay for well, this of stuff. Then they give you strengths mm-hmm. and then weaknesses <laughs> and then prospects. Okay. So that's what they give you. And I thought, well, I'm gonna get really, really good reviews on this thing. And here it comes. So the log line was pretty close to the script. Yeah. Okay, so I've already gone over the script, how the idea came about, me hijacking a radio station, turn it into heavy metal, blah, blah, blah. Their logline from Blacklist is, a teenage slacker begins working for a radio station and hatches a plot to convert the station from country music to hard rock. Well, that's close. Pretty pretty much right? on okay. point. Strengths. Three lines. strengths the broader premise the clash between country and rock and roll at a formative time and when music's history is potentially very interesting potentially right okay it was a good idea to focus on disaffected teenagers as a way to capture the spirit of the times the the protagonist's love of radio is well established he has a big dream and a clearly defined goal. That's all I got for strengths. Mm-hmm. Weaknesses. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> two, 12 lines. Holy shit. You want to hear them? 
Uh, Here's oh, the weaknesses. Yeah. And this is, now keep in mind, this is the script that I loved, cherished, dreamed about, perfect. We thought it was the funniest thing ever. Fucking agent called me? Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? This is it, right? Weaknesses. The first impression of Brian is of his crude, scatological humor <laughs> and intensely juvenile personality. Hmm. This seems like a very strange way to introduce the main character of the script <laughs> until we find out that every character talks like this. Virtually everyone in the story is cynical, juvenile, and prone to swearing constantly. Oddly enough, everyone seems to be absolutely obsessed with penises. Barely a page goes by without someone referring to either penises or balls. Okay, now, granted, in the very first draft of this screenplay, and this is not the pages that I had sent off to the manager, by the way, but the right. very first draft, the I'm going to say the first, what, five pages? Balls, 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 balls. And, balls, and balls. Every other word was talking about balls. So they're yeah. right about that. Yeah, they are. Now, they are let me back up a hair. When I'm reading this a for the first hair? time, I'm thinking, oh, my God, these guys are assholes. Oh, yeah. They are so wrong. They're, Pieces of shit. They were dead to us. So all I'm going to continue. Although it is listed as a comedy, there are no actual jokes in this script. Unless colorful swearing and elaborate insults count as jokes. The action lines are lumped together into huge paragraphs that are difficult to read. The script specifically <laughs> references to many famous songs that it would be a cost that it would cost a small fortune just to license all of them. Yeah. The narrator disappears after the first scene and is never heard from again. The two main female characters in the script are jealous and hateful towards each other. Subplots involving a strip club and a drug dealer go nowhere. Finally, mm -hmm. the biggest issue facing this script is that once Brian achieves his goal, that's the main character, taking over the radio station, the plot has no idea where to go next. It just spins its wheels until it runs out of pages. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Pieces of shit! How dare you! <laughs> and that's what everyone says when they get their feedback back. Right. Because just... I bet you a billion dollars there's not not one per I'm gonna say not one person checking out this podcast that has gotten feedback has gotten glowing feedback mm -hmm. on their first that's impossible. Not even on their seventeenth no. submission. No. So you get something like this, and then you want to slice your wrist the long way in a warm bathtub. Right. You want to kick things. You want to throw things. You want to break things, which I did. Punch oh. the computer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're kind of pissed. Yeah. And how dare they? Here's some advice, some very good advice. Do all that. Well, yeah. excite, except for slicing your wrist. Yeah, but don't hit the computer. Yeah, mm. unless it's you know something you don't care about. So you want to take the, mm, well, let's say the the criticism. I was going to say advice, but it's actually the take the criticism yeah. to heart. You have to. Yeah. Because mo I'm telling you, people will just go on to the next thing. Like, oh well, it sucks. I'm done. Right. People do not want to go back and rework their work you because they think to. it's gold Yeah, every time. Well, I did. 
right? Yeah, that's okay? true. So you get something like this, and that is not a good review, by the way. <laughs> you think? And you take that to heart, and you let it sit for, what, three, four days, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, you know what? Eh. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't have had like... this kid screaming balls every five right. seconds. <laughs> right. You know, maybe that's not a good idea. You know, maybe the girls don't have to be so bitchy. Right. You know, why do they have to be at each other all the time? So then you go and you you rework it and you rewrite it, and there's your second or third draft, whatever. And then you send that out to something else. Right. And then you get feedback back. Well, that's good if you get to that point. Well, yeah, you have to. You have to rework your stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you go in and you do another one, and I did that. And I sent it off to a thing called Scriptwriters Network. And you get two readers that evaluate your script. And this they're very long, okay? And again, I get just... Horse shit in my mind. I'm like, wait, I rewrote this. <laughs> yeah. It's the second draft. It's perfect. Why do you hate it again? Idiots. And they went through and they talk about, you know, okay, this character is childish. And and by the way, this is based on a true story. Yeah, that says a lot so about What are you saying your, about uh, me? Your history. Scumbags. <laughs> anyway, so you go through and you go through the exact same Thing in your mind, they're pieces you of shit, of bitches, and you're like, "Damn it, damn you're it, not, damn it!" You're not seeing my vision. Okay, so I was gonna read some of this. I think, hmm, I don't think I'm going to. It's pretty bad though. They talk about there's a strip club clubs. There's a strip club scene in in this movie. Oh yeah, and at one point it was just thrown in to throw it in. Right. right, like a lot of the scenes, mm-hmm. we got to flesh this thing out. Yep. Let's yep. Uh, throw this in. Let's throw this in. Yep, and that's all a part of editing and going back mm-hmm. and rewrite and rewrite mm-hmm. and rewrite and rewrite. And most people just don't want to do that. No, you know, they're like, especially okay. if they think their work is the best. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm not going to read through all the scriptwriters network because it sucked. So again, it wasn't good. And I kind of was pissed. You, you know stop this. and scream yeah. for a couple of days, and then you, you kind of think about it. And, uh, all right. Let's and at go that in. point, because I'm not thinking, I want to be a screenwriter. This was just a fluke. It was fun. And at this point, by the way, I'm thinking, okay, maybe Microsoft Word's not the best <laughs> way to write this thing. So... Final draft comes into play. What's that? It's screenwriting software. And it's what a lot of people use. I would say most. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I would say mm-hmm. maybe 80%. Yep. So my wife was extremely kind and got that for me for my birthday. And I let it sit in the box for a few months <laughs> until she just got totally pissed and said, let's put it in the computer. Like most gifts that she gives you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm like, eh, no, it's too hard. I got to open a package. What? So anyway, it wasn't that hard. No. I make everything difficult. Well, That's the way I like it. So you go in and you're like, wow, this is looking more like a screenplay. Right. And maybe I can edit it easier in this screenplay software. There's a shock. Mm-hmm. So boom, you got another screenplay. So now it went from 
273 pages <laughs> down to, oh, hey, got it down to 200. Yeah, all right. We're it's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to read about uh, yeah, how many pages a screenplay should do be. some actual research. So it should be 90 to 120. Right. And I'm like, what? Tops. Uh, so finally nailed it down to like 120. Yeah. Right at Chopped the cutoff. some of those scenes out. Right at the cutoff. And send it out again to a evaluation from a screenplay competition called Fresh Voices. Yeah. I'm like, at this point, I'm beaten down. Well, yeah. You had to chop all those balls out of the screenplay to get it to, down to 120. And everybody knows that chopping balls is painful. Yeah. So I did that, got it down to 120, sent it off to this competition. But the good news is I'm already beaten down. So I'm thinking <laughs> this is going to be bad again. And I'll be pissed, but at least I know. Right? Yeah. So I'm prepared to be pissed. It's like an abused dog. So I get the evaluation back. And here it is. And it goes like this. Hi, Mark! Exclamation point. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a good sign, right? I'm in the club. Mm -hmm. You don't like, hi, Mark, you suck. Right. That's not usually <laughs> how that works. The exclamation well, mark goes at the end of sucks. Exactly. Hi, Mark. I really liked your script. Angels sang that day. I was so excited. Mostly because I thought it had exactly the right balance of levity and seriousness. The style and intention of the humor was just right. And the script really felt grounded in a real world that I felt I could connect to, even if I didn't exist in that particular time period, the early 80s. Okay. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think you could do even more to pull out the uh, pull out that vintage vibe since I think that's something both producers and audiences are looking for these days. Anyway, as far as criticisms go, mine are pretty few and far between. Wow. And Here here's the problem. <laughs> There's always a but. Uh-huh. But I f blah, 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 blah. It sucked. So at that point, you're like, damn it. This close. Yeah. But not bad. Missed it by that much. And I got into the quarterfinalist. Oh, yeah, that's right. And this is early on, mm -hmm. okay? This is like early on in this script's whatever. Right. So I decide to start really kind of putting it out there in competitions and purchasing the feedback. Mm -hmm. mm, it's always about the dollar. Ouch. So I'm going to go through a couple. You want to hear them? Yeah. Just real quick. Real quick. Of feedbacks that I got from this script. Now, we have to remember the first one, which was devastating. <laughs> Hold on. Let's not. No, I want to. Oh. I love the line. Now I do. I hated it before. It just spins its wheels until it runs out of pages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so pissed. What the hell are you talking about? And then I'm going to read a, a few more here. Okay. okay. And by the way, this particular script, it's called Radio Chaos. Right. And this particular script has gotten into quarterfinals, semifinals, and finalists. Mm -hmm. Never won! <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> Comedies are hard, man. Yeah. I mean, they really are. It's all subjective. Based on a true story. So what you're telling me is that my story sucks! Yeah. Bitches. 
Here's some more. Much of this script is already working well. Hmm. The premise is riddled with potential, and as a result, much of the story is wildly entertaining. Further, the entire story is grounded in a world that the audiences want to spend time in. Everything feels authentic, and there is no sense that anything is being forced. So much of this seems to be coming naturally to the writer, which I'm brilliant. Right. <laughs> you said right. Wait. <laughs> to start, the world of the story is brilliantly <sighs> developed. You notice that I highlighted brilliantly right here. It's clear that the writer has spent a great deal of time with these characters and his work. Deal, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so there's that one. Okay, I so, don't know how your head fit out of the doorway when you walked out of the room. Very hard. And by the way, this is early on. So this yeah, the, the, the point of all this is that you have to go in and edit, 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 edit. edit, edit rewrite, edit, rewrite, edit, rewrite. Edit. Take these notes to heart because really there's good stuff in there. There really is. Oh, by the way, I mean, then they, they go on in this one to say, you know, eh, here's a couple of problems, but not that bad. Right. Not like the first one. Not like the first one. Running out of, until it runs out of pages. Yeah, not nearly fun. 300 of them. Another one. Radio Chaos is a charming and well-written period piece coming-of-age story that utilizes a likable cast and straightforward plot to good effect. The script has a throwback feel to the kind of Tarantino-coined hangout movies made in the 80s and 90s. Hmm. Brian and Heather's relationship is sturdy and well-crafted. So those are the main characters. Brian Parker, Heather Graham, Heather Godwin. Heather Graham. That was a slip. <laughs> Hey, where'd that come? Well, you know where that came from. <laughs> Your subconscious. I named her for <laughs> That's Heather Graham. Right. Well, I told you that. Whoops. All right. Comments. Here's another one. Stage 32. Feature contest coverage. This script is an absolute blast to read. That's See, what you like to hear. Mm -hmm. While it borrows major elements of its latter act plotting and structure from Empire Records, wrong. Uh, not really. The setting and characters help it stand apart even or stand apart enough that it doesn't stoop to feeling like a retread. Hmm. Again, the fusion of character and writing comedy chops makes this a must-read. These read. are things you want to hear. Yeah. Okay. I'm just kind of going through a bunch of these. Pure, unadulterated, super early 80s fun. That's what this script is. That's another one. Another one. The story is beautifully written. <laughs> the first element of this screenplay that stands out is your descriptions. You have an amazing ability to write in an amazingly detailed and accurate manner. Mm -hmm. True. All this is true. <laughs> another one. What a treat. First line. What a treat. Just pump up the ego. Pump Please. It up. Pump it up. Somebody has to. We usually get a music biopic that's based on musicians and rarely, if ever, based on the other people who make the music happen. The disc jockeys. Yeah. Changing the station to Heavy hard rock. Metal. Yeah. Uh, this is a refreshingly original story that is fun, entertaining, and funny. So there you go. So there's a bunch, and there's more. Okay. The point of all this is that you heard the first one, which was devastating. No, it wasn't. It was devastating to you. 
but it was devastating. No, I was angry too. I remember being like, "Oh, these fucking idiots!" What are, yeah, you and know? then you think about and you think back, and you're really thinking that this is the best thing ever. Yeah, I mean, everybody thinks that way. Absolutely, when writing this screenplay. And when you start sending off your scripts to these competitions, I think it's safe to say that you're not going to win. Yeah. You know? Especially, you know, the first one. And not only that, but I think comedies have a harder time, too. Again, yeah, it's subjective. And then on top of that, an R-rated comedy. Yeah. So you got a lot going against you, in my opinion, if if you're in those categories. So if you're in a comedy and then it's R-rated and period pieces are hard too. Mm -hmm. So you got a triple whammy there. Mm -hmm. Unless you're me and are brilliant at writing them. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. But with the Radio Chaos script, the first one, Mm -hmm. you just had to go in and you had to rework it and restructure it and take, take all of the feedback, negative as it was, and kind of say, you know what? There's a point there. And you're not gonna you're not gonna say that the first time you read it. No. You're just not. No. You're gonna be pissed. That's your baby. Mm-hmm. You just sent it out. Exactly. And they're trampling it. And sadly, when you start getting good ones, you're like, okay, yeah. this is this is cake and pie, Finally man. Break it in. Boom. I'm going to send it out to this competition. And then you get feedback. You suck. Yeah. Because that's going to happen. Right. So you have to be prepared. It's subjective. One person is going to say, hey, that was a good screenplay. You know, the next person's going to say, hey, that sucked. It was, it was not funny at all. I had a producer tell me one time, listen, shut your face. Stop crying (laughs) because it's got to be the perfect storm. Right. And that's true. That's that's Hollywood. You got to have this. So so think about it. You have to have a reader that, number one, has a sense of humor. Number two, gets the material. Number three, is having a good day. Yeah. Because they're sitting there reading script after script after script. So let's say you're reading 12 scripts, right? Mm -hmm. For like you have a couple days to read 12 scripts. And how many of those are idiots that send 273 pages in my hands up my hands raised and so they're already pissed off by the time they get to yours so so the first let's say half dozen are death yeah they're awful garbage and then they get to yours well one of two things can happen they can go oh i'm in a bad mood or Mm -hmm. they can go hey this is better yeah something i can read but it's again it's got to be the perfect storm correct that's it so the whole point of sending out these scripts for feedback is not to kind of get a pat on the back but it's actually to get some criticisms that you can turn into positives right which I believe I did. Oh, yeah. Right? You went from a novel to an actual screenplay. Yes. And if you really take a look at at these like feedbacks that you get and really get into them and the stuff that you disagree most with, mm-hmm. you kind of got to say, okay, I disagree with that. Why do I disagree with that so much? Is my mind block? Am I? Am I? Do I have blinders on? Right. Do I just need to really? And then you kind of break that apart. So in my experience, it's the stuff 
that I disagreed with most that worked the best, that I changed. Yeah. Does that make sense? At least have to rework it so that it doesn't ruin the flow of the screenplay, but makes sense to the reader. So keeping in mind, this is all coming from a person that never wrote a screenplay, never had interest in writing a screenplay, never knew how to do it, no experience, no education on it, just kind of did it in word and then kind of evolved into a screenplay that's pretty good. Well, you wrote bits on the radio. Yes. So maybe, I don't know if that helped at all. Maybe. I think you're right. It probably did. Um, So I got something out of being in the radio industry. Something. It's about time. (laughs) But I think that if you are a person that is serious about a screenplay, you got to kind of be behind it and believe in it. So I know a lot of people I've talked to, they're like, oh, well, you know, it didn't work out and people hate it. So they just shelve it. Right. And it's done. And I think that's a bad idea because there's a reason that you started writing the script in the first place. You had to have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. There had to be something that was there in your head. So you go ahead and you just move on. You just keep writing it. Get the feedback. I think the feedback's important. A lot of people don't get it. Extremely important. You know why they don't get it? Because they don't want to see, oh, you suck. Right. And that's usually what it's going to be, except in my case, (laughs) because that's how good I am. (laughs) That good. It's a great screenplay. You know that. It is. Right? Yeah. Honestly. It is. I've I've read some screenplays that are not so good. Mm -mm. And they were made into movies. I'm thinking, how? That's for another episode. You know, why were those movies made? And that's why this is called Make My Damn Movie. So, Mm -hmm. again, you have a terrible script, and it was. Yeah. There was a story in there somewhere. There was a story in there somewhere. 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 That's why the agent called you back, or the the producer. Mm -hmm. Now, remember the times that I just put it aside and said, fuck this shit. Right. No more. But it wasn't just... Uh, a whim that you wanted to write it. Well, maybe it was at first, and then you got into it, mm-hmm. and then you wrote another one because mm-hmm. you you thought it was fun mm-hmm. to write these things. And now there's seven completed. Right. And there's a story behind them all, and we'll talk about that <laughs> because we're going to, for some reason, I guess we're going to do this, and for another reason, I guess we're going to put a website up. We have a website. All, all of it. And we're going to do the stupid Instagram thing yep. and the Twitter thing. Yep. And if we have like five followers, I will take a gun, put it in my mouth, and pull the trigger. <laughs> Done. Because this, this is, look at all this equipment. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a beat laboratory, man. Yeah. So I didn't do this for fun. That's for sure. Because I don't do anything for fun. And this is like a passion. I just want these movies made before I die. Well, gives me a reason to die. So that's true. Yes. So I want to get one of these seven made. <laughs> I get great response, right? You do. I get good feedback, but it's really hard to get a movie made. Extremely. That's, and that's another point. It sucks. For another podcast. All right, so that's going to be it for this one. This yep. is the uh, this is the introduction yep. on to why the hell we're doing this. This whole is thing. the debut. I had some notes. 
Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I'm Why? Well, no. Hold on. Do you hear I that paper? This is okay, fun. boomer. I don't get it. <laughs> you tried to explain well, that. You didn't do a, a very boomer, good job. So it doesn't I don't know what that means. Is that a thing? People are saying that? Yeah. Who? Uh, mainly young millennials. And so why are you saying it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm definitely not a millennial. Okay. That's going to be it for us. Yep. But here's some information. And if you did download this or whatever you do, thank you. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciated. Yeah. And follow us on all mm -hmm. our adventures on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. So our email is going to be whatup at makemydamnmovie.com. W-H-A-T-U-P at makemydamnmovie.com. Our Twitter handle is at makemydamnmovie. Website, makemydamnmovie.com. Instagram, MMDM Podcast. Got it? Nice. Got all that? Okay. So um, we're going to try this, see if it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. And I've wasted all this time and money on this studio. And it's a studio. By the way, we don't have a couple of microphones plugged into a laptop. No. No, this is like boom arms yeah. and a whole thing. All right. Thank you very much if you did listen. I'm sorry. Thank you. Bye-bye <laughs> now.